Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez, and joining us on the show today is the one and only Jacob from Ninja U. What's going on, Jacob? How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. How are you doing? Doing well. Happy Monday. Yeah, you too, man. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, we're excited to have you on here. And before we dive into the nitty gritty of what you have going on at Ninja Q, um, you know, first, tell us a little bit about how you describe your business to people and what made you get started in the first place? Okay, good question. Uh, so we basically are a gym for people to train for American Ninja Warrior, which is the big popular TV show on NBC. So Uh, We started, my business partner came to me. uh, I had a track and field background and I had done a couple other little startups and things. So he came to me and said, Hey, this, this sport is becoming pretty popular. Would you be interested in opening a gym? And I thought that sounds actually really cool. Um, I didn't know if the sport was a fad, if it was going to last, but um, based on that, we started up in 2018 and, uh, We've just been rolling ever since. So it's been a lot of fun and we've learned a lot along the way. Yeah. Yeah. And you being a little bit of a unique gym, right. And, and, and not just, you know, like a traditional gym or even just like a weight loss studio. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what services do you guys provide? There was like a list of options that a member can choose from. What would that look like for you guys? So we have uh, just open gyms, which is just drop in when the doors are open, we're open for open gyms. So we have, you know, families that just drop in for the day kind of as a fun, uh, you know, activity. Um, we have classes, which is our biggest thing right now. Uh, we have unlimited memberships, which is when we're open, you can come in, you know, as, as often or, you know, for as long as you'd like. Um, and then we do general fitness classes um, for adults. And we also, and I'm in charge of uh, our 55 and over general fitness class, which has been a lot of fun and it's really picking up steam uh, in the town Love here. That. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And James, so so how many members are you guys at currently? We have uh, over 400 members right now, currently enrolled in classes. Awesome. Okay. And, and so so now I'll use myself as the avatar then. Um, if I was to come into the facility and be like, hey, like, you know, oh, I don't know if I'm going to be talking to you or whatever, but it's like, hey, Jacob, like, I'm ready to rock. I'm ready to get started. Mm-hmm. You know, what would I have to pay to join and to just maintain membership going forward? Uh, if you did unlimited, I think it is, I think where it's on sale right now for like 65 dollars a month and that's unlimited so you can come as often and again as long as you'd like that's awesome wow and so on the topic of clients here how do you typically find new clients at least best practice for you guys at ninja you so that's the unique part of our model so we've we've been around uh, the midwest other ninja gyms and they usually have like every other weekend they have open gyms. So people get excited and they come and they do birthday parties and things like that. Well, we're always open for open gym, which is really tough for staffing and yeah. for the space, but it's also really good to make new ninjas. So, you know, a, a birthday party will come in on a Saturday morning and they'll see a class going on and parents get really excited when they see that. And so they're thinking, okay, we got, we got to get our kid in this class. And so, um, And the same happens with adults. They bring their kids in for something and they see it and they're like, I got to get in this too. So um, it's been, it's, I think the open gym aspect of our model has been the thing that reaches new customers. Gotcha. Yeah. And so, 
know, being that you guys are 400 members now, you know, what would be the hypothetical max of, of how many members you could actually even handle? Yeah. So that's a great question. <laughs> we are, uh, we're, we're finding that out right now. We have a big waiting list right now for people to get on classes. So we're, we're trying to rearrange schedules and explore new ways to get more kids in and more adults in at the same time. Totally. Uh, but we could be reaching our max. It, it could be getting there soon. So uh, it's a good problem to have, but yeah, it's definitely an issue. Yeah. Congrats. I mean, seriously, I mean, thank you. That's definitely a good problem to have. And Thanks, so uh, let's take a step back from clients and, and, and talk about leads. So I mean, well, obviously the, I like to call them people regardless. I mean, it's someone who's interested in joining, right? Um, but um, if, if I came in, right, and you know, maybe I, I wasn't ready to join, but I was like, hey, you know what? Like, it's a cool concept. Like, what do you guys offer? You know, walk me through the client journey, right? If there's if there's a sales process in place, like what would the sales process look like to then being onboarded as a client? Um, we do tours a lot, especially when we first open. We're not in a huge area, so by now it feels like everyone in the town has been in there and knows about it. But at the beginning we did a lot of tours and we trained our staff who they're incredible by the way, uh, to just walk them through and show them everything and answer any questions really simple. And then, uh, you know, kind of based on that, um, they could choose whether to sign their kid up or whether to join a, an adult class. Um, but basically once you see it, everything is kind of answered there's not much behind the scenes it's all right there so yeah a hundred percent and and do you do the selling yourself or me i mean you you have your staff but yeah yeah we all do yeah whether it's on the phone or in person yeah we all we all kind of do that gotcha okay and and so here's a little bit of a deeper question or a longer longer question i guess you could say and and if you need me to repeat anything by all means let me know because sure it comes with a lot of moving parts so um, you know, there's about five pillars of business that's used in business in, in any industry, but in the gym and fitness world, there's three that we use a, a little more often. And that's going to be your lead gen, which is your, your marketing, mm-hmm. right? Your client acquisition, which is acquiring the lead after being interested. So selling, um, and then your retention and ascension, which is keeping the clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in the process. So ascending them, whatever you want to say, um, of those three, where do you feel like you guys can improve the most? Um, we're about to find out because <laughs> the marketing probably might be it. We haven't, uh, we have a great Instagram and we have, the marketing has taken care of itself up to this point, but now we're about to open a new gym, which maybe we were going to get to, but I'll, the cat's out of the bag. We're, <laughs> we're opening a new gym in Ankeny, Iowa, which is a much bigger market. And we're about to find out whether we need to push harder on marketing or not, or whether it's going to take care of itself like it did in this town. Gotcha. Yeah. A hundred percent. And, um, you know, I mean, I think this kind of answers the next question I was going to ask you, you know, what's the, the overarching goal of the future, what does the future look like for you guys? But I mean, I don't know if you have any other takeaways from that, that what's the, you know, what's the bigger picture? Well, we're hoping to get the doors open in the Ankeny, uh, gym next month. And so, we think it's going to be a hit. Um, but after that, the idea would be able to, you know, take this model and quickly move it to other areas and, and, you know, around the, around Iowa, first of all, but, um, just the Des Moines area has potential for so many. Um, but yeah. And we just want to keep like, we, we kind of see it as a 
community service in some ways. Like it, it, we've seen so many positive things with like families being so pleased with uh, their kids. Like kids will come in and they just get this immediate confidence boost. And it's just such a positive environment. Um, and it's so much fun. And as far as like getting fit or whether it's weight loss or whatever it is, it happens so fast. I've been in athletics my entire life. I've never seen a sport that gets people, whether it's kids or adults, so fit so fast. And it is just like one of the most encouraging and positive environments. So that with that being said, like, again, it's, it's, it feels a bit like a community service. So we, we want to spread it. We'll just see how <laughs> in the, in the upcoming years, you know? No, I love that. I, I think that's awesome. It's just a sense of humility and just how genuine you guys are. I think you, you, you can't, you can't make that or you can't teach that, you know, it just yeah. comes with who you are and you're in this business for the right reasons. And that's to help Thanks. people change their lives. And I, I, I can see it. I can feel it, Jacob. And I, I love it, man. I, I appreciate that as, as, as a former gym owner as well. I appreciate it. And so, you know, one last question here, Jacob, you know, if, uh, if you can go back in time when you first started the gym, you know, um, and you had this like one piece of advice you could tell yourself, you know, four years ago, what would that one piece of advice be for you? Uh, hmm. That's a tough question. Um, I, you know, the first year, year and a half was happened really fast and we were just in there and so busy. And so I think maybe just trust the process a little bit more. Cause you know, again, when we started this, we'd seen other ninja gyms, but there's not anything around. Um, and there's not a whole lot to model after. So starting this business, there was a lot of unknowns. Is this going to work? Are people going to embrace this? Are people going to come for the first two months and forget about us? You know, like, um, so we worked so much and we, um, we tried to keep spending and obviously down, we tried to keep staffing down. I would say if I could do it again and have the, the knowledge that it was going to work out and be a success, I would, uh, I'd say hire a couple more people and just take it a little slower in the first year or two, you know, because it was, it was wild that first couple of years. Yeah. Well, look, you made it through, right? Yeah. Out of COVID, out of the, the, the beginning. I mean, there's so much that you had to go through to be here. And I think uh, the sky's the limit for you guys, man. And uh, I just want to say congrats, Jacob, seriously. So, and, uh, you know, unfortunately, this is a pretty good place to start wrapping up this episode, man, because I could keep talking all day at this point. I love it. <laughs> so, I love it. You know, but uh, before we sign out, Jake, please, man, you know, shout out your website, your Instagram, your Facebook, whoa, anything you have, man, where can people find out more about you in the gym? Yeah. Facebook, Instagram, our website, ninjau.com. Um, we also have a, our new Instagram for the Ankeny location, NinjaU Ankeny. Um, you will see us all over your television screen in about three weeks when American Ninja Warrior airs. We sent 10 people to the show including our employees and regulars. It's the most that any gym has ever sent to onto this television show, which is, you know, I don't know if you've seen the show. It's a huge hit. Like yeah, of course, of course. Ninja Warrior. So you're going to see some pretty awesome stuff on TV uh, coming up soon. Jacob, thank you so much. We absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. And we look forward to seeing what you can accomplish on the road. And I think it's going to be great things, man. Um, and to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. If you're interested to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will interest you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. 
But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. Welcome back to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we dive into the trenches with gym owners and talk the good, the bad, and the ugly sides of the business of fitness. I am your host, Austin Montero, joined today by Kevin Van Voris from Contagion Athletics in Amarillo, Texas. Kev, what's up, man? How's it going? Excited to be here. So appreciate the opportunity. Appreciate it, brother. Going great, man. Happy to have you on. I uh, think it's going to be a, a fun episode. Uh, we have a unique model here. So looks like you have your hands on a lot of different kind of businesses, we'll say. Why Why a gym? What, what led you to add that to what you're already doing? Um, I like helping people at the end of the day. So uh, I do personal training as uh, my job or career so i don't just own the gym so i like helping people that's the reason i started awesome so. awesome cool love it i mean it's a great reason right so we always have to start with our why so i love hearing that yeah. so appreciate you sharing that man and let's uh uh we talked about this all fair let's dive into like the uh the bricks and sticks of your building what mm-hmm. you have going on there so we, we have the gym talk to us about the gym talk to us talk to us about the other things you, that you do in your building um so yeah just a real quick breakdown it's 37,000 square feet it's 24 7 always staffed uh we have a barber shop we have tanning we have the best equipment money can buy we have a full detail shop so if you want to get your car washed or detailed while you work out and then we have full service cafes we do meal prepping smoothies uh espresso coffee we have our own in-house energy drink that we make um so we've we pretty much have it all so we cater to everybody, which is a little different than most models. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, yeah, that's definitely unique. Um, so I, what I'm picturing is like, if I want to get my car detailed, I work out, I drop it off, kind of happens at the same time. Yep. Very cool, man. Yeah. Very cool. What is like the, uh, on the gym side of things, what is the, uh, the bread and butter for the gym as far as the revenue stream? What's like your main stream that you guys uh, go after? What's, what's your main piece of revenue there? Uh, I mean, to be honest with you, since we've only been open a year and a half, I mean, obviously being a larger scale gym, gym memberships are usually what uh, facilities this size rely on. Uh, For us, we don't do that. That's why we have different avenues of bringing revenue. So uh, again, tanning, a barber shop that we just opened, uh, car detailing, all those things add into your bottom line, which help out a lot versus your 24-hour fitnesses, LA fitnesses, stuff like that. They rely heavily on memberships. And uh, that's, in my opinion, the wrong way to do business if you own a gym. If you're just relying on people trying to get through the door, then you're going to have to cut prices. And then your gym membership is going to have to be, you know, uh, competing with these lower end gyms and that's not what we want to do. So we have different avenues that we come up with ways to make revenue. Yeah, no, for sure. It sounds like it. What would you say like have breakdown wise percentage wise uh, for your revenue split um, from the, the, the PT piece to the open gym model piece to everything else you guys have going on? Yeah, ballpark figures, uh, revenue split breakdown of your Um, As of right now, memberships are probably like 60% of the revenue. Um, Because the other thing that we are involved in that every gym besides a few, less than a handful, we're a clothing company first. So there's maybe like 
a handful of gyms in the United States, probably in the world, that also uh, function as a clothing company as well. So uh, it's a streetwear company, so lifestyle brand. So it doesn't just focus on gym wear, which again, I think is where clothing companies fail. You just focus on one small niche and that's how you get yourself in trouble. Yeah, let's talk about that because that's definitely unique. So like we have the clothing company. Mm -hmm. What are you guys doing to uh, to promote that, to get that name out there? How long has it, has it been in operation the same amount of time as the gym or did you start that before the gym? Uh, I started when I was in college. So it, it'll be coming up on 10 years. I just literally was screen printing t-shirts out of my garage and I started a clothing company there. And then um, I'm heavily into the car scene. So that's kind of how that took off. And then I had a small gym before this, like 1900 square feet for a few years. Uh, so instead of using the name that I was using before, which was just my last name, Van Voorst Performance, we decided to use Contagion Athletics because it's already an established brand. And I'd be able to take this clothing company to levels that I probably never would have thought. Yeah, man, that sounds that sounds really awesome. Uh, sounds really awesome. Really cool space. I, I checked you guys out on Instagram and the website in the gym. Looks very cool. Um, talk to us about like your, your demographic there in the gym and what kind of in the vibe and I guess energy that you're going for. Kind of, I know it's kind of a broad question, but what's the feel like like in which what's the demographic you guys are going for? Uh, so the demographic. I mean, realistically, you know, it's going to be between the ages of 18 and 45, but. That being said, we have lots of people over the age of 45, um, and we also have lots of people under the age of 18. But, you know, more of the demographic that we have because of the equipment that we have and the hours that we offer and the type of music that we play and the vibe, you kind of attract the uh, kind of my generation, the younger generation. Um, as far as what separates us from pretty much every gym is, like, when you join, you're part of a family. Uh, every gym that I've ever worked out at, or worked at you feel like you just pay your membership you work out and you leave here we created a community which is totally different um and that's what i wanted to keep from my my small gym to where we are now and we've done that successfully and that's been the hardest part is keeping that community and making sure that it doesn't matter if you're 80 you're 40 you're a bodybuilder you're a powerlifter you're a fitness model whatever you are, you feel like you're part of the family and, you know, you don't get judged here. You do your workout, come hang out, you talk to people. So that's the environment that um, you can't buy. That's one thing with gyms or businesses, you cannot buy the vibe. You can't buy the environment. You have to create that. And if you don't create it the correct way, your gym will fail hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. And tell me more about like what you've done to uh, create that community feel in your gym. Do you guys do events or is there a lot of communication going on or like, what does that look like? Yeah, we, we do, uh, well, first we do uh, monthly charity car shows. So again, like I'm heavily in the car scene. Yeah. Um, we do events every month. We hold bodybuilding shows, powerlifting meets. We do, um, I mean, just all different types of events. Uh, every month there's something going on and that's a good way to uh, kind of keep members involved, which is a huge part of creating community. Most gyms don't do that nor do they care they care about making money which again everybody wants to make money but if you're only focused on the dollar amount you're not going to grow your company how you should yeah i agree man engagement uh is uh of the utmost importance in our membership especially with the community piece you touched on if we don't have that you know retention rates are gonna are gonna not be so great our, our attrition rates are not gonna be so great so mm -hmm. obviously a massive part of it what are you guys doing, Kevin, and what's worked best uh, 
to market to members, to acquire new members, to get people in the door? What have you guys done in, in regards to that? Um, basically the complete opposite of every gym that's doing stuff to get members, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, you know, gyms focus on, you know, being the cheapest gym and we don't focus on that we focus on the quality of equipment so when you come to contagion athletics or when you mention ca you already know that it's a standard that's already been set so as far as commercials and marketing you know we do all of our in-house media so everything looks the same you go on our instagram or facebook everything feels the same looks the same um it's not you know, we don't go grab photos off the internet. All the photos are taken here. They're taken of our members. So again, like involving people who come to the gym, because um, like people feel like, oh man, I'm like on the website. Like I feel awesome. And they're just a normal person. Like, so being able to have normal people, which is, I mean, you want fitness models and stuff for certain things, but at the end of the day, making sure that you, you know, cater towards the normal person is a huge aspect. So because a lot of, you know, the hardcore gyms focus on the hardcore people, which is great, but a normal person is not going to come to your gym because they're going to feel overwhelmed. So um, same thing. It's not like an influencer gym either. Like there's a few of those, but if you're not an influencer, then you're not going to feel comfortable working out there. Yeah. Oh, man. Thanks for sharing that. Have you guys, uh, so you brought up the social media piece and uh, obviously it's super important these days. Have you guys done any digital advertising, digital marketing using those? Um, mostly it's on, because of where we're at, most of it's on Facebook. Now, if I was in a different city, it would be completely different, um, but most of it's on Facebook. So Amarillo is a different market versus Dallas or Houston or LA or any of these bigger cities. Um, the market here is slower. So Facebook is still where we get the most engagement um, for that stuff. Walk me through like an ad. Um, how do you guys do it? Is there, sorry about that. Is there a, uh, like a rhyme or reason to the ads you put out? Do you mix them all up and then see what kind of works best? Trial and error. What's working <clears throat> you guys? Maybe, maybe what hasn't worked so well too. Um, yeah, so as of late, um, I call it, our marketing is called drop the hammer. So instead of trying to be friendly with other gyms that don't want to be friendly with us, then we just start taking jabs at other gyms. So we made a commercial recently where I was, um, it was like an old 80s, 90s, like used car salesman type of uh, <laughs> type of ad, but it got a lot of traction and a lot of people think it's hilarious because it's me making fun of other gyms, talking about, you know, the corporate feel, um, the equipment's crappy, the music's crappy. They don't care about you type of deal. So, you know, I just start, instead of being nice, which we started, at the beginning, um, I just was like, they're corporate gyms, they don't care anyways. So, and they can't market like we can, like I'm the owner. I, if I wanna market a certain way, I can do that. They have people they have to ask to do certain things. So I said, I'm just gonna do stuff that I know that they can't do. So, yeah, I love it, man. It definitely makes you uh, unique, especially in your, in your local market there and not uh, stay above the competition. What do you have, right. like LA Fitness, Gold's Gym type of things? Um, over here, we don't have any, we don't have LA Fitness or 24 Hour. We do have a Gold's Gym. We have um, a couple like big box type companies, but they're more like local, not local, but we have like a true fit and a crunch, I guess would be like your big box type of gyms that you would be familiar with. So. Yeah. It's very cool that uh, obviously independently owned, you're the owner, operator, mm -hmm. gives you that freedom and flexibility to really do what, the, what you want and what you think is right. bad. And like, yeah. uh, I can relate to that, man. Yeah, like that's why I chose to do what I did when I was in my gym, mm -hmm. not, not to go to the franchise, you know, 
kind of have your own thing and you have the flexibility mm -hmm. to do as you please not you know have to answer to anybody oh yeah yeah but i think uh like yeah you know being able to adapt in the fitness field is, is massive especially marketing and uh with equipment and customer retention and all these things community building it's it changes like you know by the day at this point oh yeah big time it's very important so mm -hmm. Very cool, man. Yeah, I like that. Um, I did see that ad. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> I clicked on it. It made me watch it, so it's it's, it's working. That's the biggest the thing, you know, like just being able to click on the ad. So that's all it is, man. Yeah. No, I clicked on. It. I watched. It. it was good. Um, I was gonna ask. So yeah. So say, uh, so we get a new person comes in the door. They see this video. They come in the door. I, I just saw it come in. Mm -hmm. What process do you guys have in place for like that new member? Um, is there any initial offer, like a free week or a you know three day trial or like you know free? It depends. Um. So, I mean, most of the time we offer, like your first day is free. So um, my gym, the way that we built it, you don't have to sell. So it's selling without selling, which to me is the best way to sell. Because if you don't have to walk around and point out stuff and be like, oh, this is why we're better than everybody else versus the person can walk and they just, they already know like, man, this is, this is the best stuff that you can get. Whether they're new to the gym or not, they just, there's a certain feel when you walk in um most of the building is glass so it kind of already gives you a oh, nice. uh, different idea of what it because normal gyms are just like a big giant box so yeah. we wanted a lot of natural light so it kind of gives a different feel um but like we always have some type of promotion going on um we again we we really don't have to do much selling um the only difference is going to be if someone can't afford our membership so and for amarillo it's on the more expensive side. You go to any other city, people would be like, that's it. So, yeah. You know, yeah, I saw the uh, few things I want to ask you there that I wrote down as you were talking. Um, I want to come back to the building in a second, but with membership, uh, with a personal training piece, how do you guys uh, market that to members? Oh, they come and ask you for, yeah. Uh, that That's easy. So uh, to work here as a personal trainer, which I really don't even like that term, I call it coaching, is uh, you have to have a four-year degree minimum in exercise science, kinesiology, uh, or human performance. So uh, we have four coaches here now, and all of us have played, um, some have played pro-level sports and some have went, and all of us have played college sports. So automatically that's our biggest thing is like not only can we do we have the education but we have pt background we have nutrition background so instead of your i call it your weekend trainer with you know they go and get a certificate over the weekend you have people who actually went to school for uh you know coaching so and that's the biggest difference between us and probably every gym in the united states is there's very few that require an actual four-year degree most are like well if you're certified by you know, NSCA or whatever, uh, that's all like for us, like for me, since I own the gym and I have a degree, not saying that someone with a degree knows more, but it definitely gives you the upper hand when you are trying to sell to someone, you know, you're like, well, I mean, you can either pay a little more and go with someone, you know, that is going to take care of you, not going to get injured, or you can go down the street and pay less and probably get less of a result. So, um, that's what we do with personal training. Yeah, what's been your, uh, this has come up with me uh, lately, so I'm going to ask you too, man. The uh, hiring trainers seem to, seems to be a problem right now for a lot of gym owners in, mm -hmm. in the country. Have you had any issues with that? What does your hiring process look like? Any best practices that you've employed? I know we just touched on the four-year degree and the, the, uh, everybody's uh, either pro-level or college-level right. athlete. Um, um, <clears throat> the, I'm really picky, so that, that's first thing. Uh, second thing is 
for example, just because you have a degree doesn't mean you're going to start training right away. You have a six month internship that you have yeah. to complete. Okay. So you will be shadowing myself and a few of the other coaches. And then basically what happens is you train all my clients for a week or all most of our clients for a week and then kind of put you through the ringer and then you'll be good. You know, we'll sit down with you, go over questions and stuff. But over the six months, that's why, you know, again, we put them through a pretty, you know, pretty rough process. But then at the end of the six months, I know, cool, I can trust them to work with someone who has hip surgery, someone who's trying to play uh, sports at the next level, uh, any type of thing like that. So, and then I can also figure out kind of what they want to uh, specialize in, you know, they want to specialize in more PT type stuff, athletic stuff, bodybuilding, powerlifting, et cetera. Yeah. So it sounds like you have a, a you know, people with a big knowledge base in your training department as, you know, as your coaches working yeah. there. Do you do anything uh, with them as far as continuing ed once they do come on board? Um, anything like that? Not yet. I have plans to, but since we're fresh, I haven't don't have anything set up currently. But yes, that's that's something that I'm going to try and do. Um, and then also I'm setting up an internship with uh, Texas Tech University and West Texas A&M, two colleges here that that way kids or kids, I say kids, college students can uh, come intern, maybe their junior, senior year. And then instead of having to do the six months, they're ready to work for me immediately. Yeah, that's very cool. I like that. That's an awesome idea, man. I love that. Yeah, it's good to hear. It's great to hear that. I remember I had, I had a college, uh, Western Connecticut State University, like literally mm -hmm. directly across the street from me. And they have like a, a major there is uh, health and exercise science promotion, something like that. Yeah. They had to do an internship. So that was it was yeah. uh, a good way to pool some potential. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So definitely cool you guys are doing that. Um, you, you brought up the building earlier. I know we touched on it. Yeah touch on it a little bit uh, i know we spoke off air uh this is your building what made you pick the building um as far as like the specs of it and like was there a reason you picked this exact bill i know for a gym what you're doing we need to have certain things you know like ceiling height parking all these other things what made you pick that exact building you guys went with uh so i mean we built it from the ground up so um <clears throat> i have some awesome partners so I told them that I want to do it my way if we're going to do it and then which is fine so I told them I want you to go to every gym in LA and Vegas and Dallas and you tell me what is different and we pretty much did the exact opposite so uh, for example we have like a million dollars in glass now it's expensive absolutely but there is no gym in the United States that has as much glass I'm telling you the difference feel that you get just working out with where you can see outside and we also have a huge 80 foot airplane hangar door that you can open up because i love garage door feel yeah. um and we do events and stuff so being able to open those things it's stuff that people are like wow i would have never expected this from a gym because gyms are usually like let's try and cut as many corners as we can and uh just have the least amount of spaces just have like one open area if even possible to keep it cheap uh, versus us uh, we you know we spared no expense this is an 11 million dollar building like it's not it's not cheap but it, it's gonna I mean it pays off when people come in that's what I'm saying like the amount of selling you have to do like I mean I remember going to 24-hour fitness and they're trying to like sell you this and sell you that like we don't we don't have to do that here when we hire new people I just want them to know what the equipment does why they should be signing someone up and give them why we're different than everybody else and then the building and the gym pretty much does the rest. So, um, and we're always adding, I 
new equipment. Like I just added two more pieces um, and we'll always be adding things to it. Like we're going to add a recovery room with uh, IV therapy, massage therapy, cupping, like all that stuff. So, um, cause part of this for me too, is testing for the next facility. Uh, and that's, that's kind of what I want to do. So that way the next facility I already know, like, cool, we need to have this space needs to be bigger. This needs to be smaller and kind of go from there. That sounds awesome. And I love the, uh, yeah, I love where your mind's at the recovery room uh, to add it in. And then mm -hmm. I want to get into what you just said, like for the next facility in a minute here, but um, yeah, I just want to second the, uh, the atmosphere of the gym to me has always been, you know, super important. I love, I love the natural light you guys are doing the big pull up garage door, especially when it's nice outside, obviously that oh, yeah. most gyms will say the big box gym, if you will, for lack of a better term, don't have that. You know, I've, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think off, off the top of my head, and it's funny you brought up like the Vegas gyms, the LA gyms, all the best gyms in the country, and, and how you guys saw what they did and, and changed it to mm -hmm. fit what you want to do. So that, I like, I like taking that inspiration and making it our own. So that's yeah, that's like um, I mean, I, I recently went to Vegas like two months ago because I was like, I want to see if because Vegas is getting blown up for gyms. Well, yeah. I want to see what they're doing, and I walked in and I'm like. I built too perfect of a gym because I'm like, I walk into every gym and it's ruined what I think of. Like I went to Flex Lewis's gym. Yeah, I think he's drag, awesome. You know, that's an awesome little gym. But I walked in and I'm like, they're not doing any, like we have a posing room here. Like we're, they're not doing anything that we're not doing. There's no thing like, like, Ooh, that would be really cool. So um, it's good and bad because I always try and be like, Ooh, what is someone doing better than me? Um, and it's hard to find that right now. Yeah, no, it's cool, man. Yeah. Vegas is like, Yes, gyms everywhere. All, all the pros, up, yeah. All the old school pro bodybuilders are definitely like doing their thing. They're not become the new. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like the new. Uh, it's like the new Muscle Beach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. Um, so, man, yeah, you just mentioned uh, second location. Uh, yeah, what's your main focus right now in the business? Is it uh, testing this first location to open that next one? Um, I tell everybody every every day. If I can make this work in Amarillo, Texas, I can make this work in any city in the United States. Um, so, I mean, for us, yes, testing things at the gym, but like, I just have a certain membership goal that I need to get to first, which we're pretty close. And then that's when the serious talks start about the next facility. So um, I'm hoping by end of summer, maybe September, we'll be in a position where, all right, cool, let's figure out where we should start scoping out we already have a couple cities in mind but we can actually start like looking um as far as that goes very cool man very cool and that and what's what is like your uh so that's very exciting so yeah definitely best of luck with that what is your end like your end game like is there a a vacation or like you know a vacation type of situation for your life like i think back to like my i come from like an entrepreneurial uh, mm -hmm. family, so my dad ran a, a building company back mm -hmm. here i always he always had on his wall like this picture of a freaking sailboat i can remember as a little kid and i asked him like what the hell is this you know, what's your sailboat for yeah this was like his vacation to one day be able to leave the company the companies mm -hmm. are great and he can kind of take off sail around the world do whatever he wants yeah. what is like, the end goal for you uh with this business uh I want to have the best gym in the united states and then i want my clothing company to be the next uh like under armor so uh, will I ever sell it? Nope. Do I plan on retiring? Nope. Uh, I just, I like working way too much. Uh, my mind is always going of how I can improve businesses or what businesses that I'd like to open next. So um, I don't see myself ever retiring. Like even when I go on vacation, it's hard for me to turn off. 
Um, my wife hates that, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but it's hard for me. I just, I'm always trying to see, cause I grew up with nothing, like literally like zero and I right. zero help along the way. So for me, I'm always trying to be like, okay, what can I do next? What can I do next? What can I do next? So do you wake up in like, in like the middle of the night, uh, can't sleep because we're thinking of ideas. That's what I'm picturing. Um, before we opened Yes. But yeah. now that I live here like six days yeah. a week, uh, I don't really lose sleep anymore because it's just like if I'm doing cardio, if I'm working out, like my mind is going during that time. So now I've learned how to shut off my brain well, most nights. Um, you know, you have to as a business owner, though, otherwise you're going to burn out. Like, uh, I mean, I, I work long hours. I work hard like anybody else. But if you don't know how to shut that off, you're going to burn out and then you can't grow ever. You're just going to be stuck in this like hamster wheel type deal. Yeah, no, it's so true, man. That's a uh, great advice for the younger listeners out there. Like, well, let's, let's start with that. Two, two questions for you, Kevin. One, um, we'll break this up into two parts, but uh, and we may have just touched on it. Any roadblocks that you faced or challenges you guys have faced with the gym in the last year and a half or in, in opening the gym that were kind of in the way and like you guys had to like, you know, drive through any big challenges that you had to um i would i mean the <laughs> there was several during the building process because yeah. pricing went up like the building originally was going to be like six or seven million and then pricing went up steel went up and then glass went up and then next thing you know it's 11 million dollars and like what in the world just like you know didn't double in price but it's pretty close um the other big struggle was opening in the middle of COVID. i mean we opened in june of 2020 um and there was several times where the city was trying to shut me down i was the only gym that stayed open i said i got rent to pay like unless you're gonna pay my bills like yeah i'm staying open uh luckily i'm in texas um but yeah they were gonna fine us and uh we put like paper on the door on the windows like you couldn't see in or anything um and we got through that and you know i feel bad for any business who didn't get through it but if you don't know how to pivot or learn how to pivot and make stuff work you're, it's never going to. So I think if you made it through COVID, you know, give yourself a pat on the back, but then yeah. you should be fine. You can make through COVID, you can make through anything. <laughs> you probably, probably gained 10 years of like business uh, ownership experience in those two years of COVID for, for yeah. most. I mean, um, I will always wonder like what would have happened if COVID would have never happened. Like we, I probably, we would probably already be starting the next gym. Yeah. To be well, but, a two year uh, kind of, uh, you know, hold there pretty much for the most yeah part. i like i know we would be there already the other thing to that is though it would have grown too fast i would have made a ton more mistakes and not been able to recover so it was like a blessing in disguise i guess because i mean it was there was a couple months where i was like oh boy uh like i had a i had a dodge viper and i sold it because i was like i have to get rid of this just in case i need this money for you know pay rent or whatever so yeah yeah, man, I'm glad you brought up that second part. I was going to ask you, like, anything you learned during COVID or, like, so you think maybe the slowing down of the process in the long run may have actually been, a, we'll say, a blessing somewhat in disguise. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's, I mean, it sucked. Like, being here during the time, it sucked. But yeah, I learned a lot of, I, like you said, I probably learned 10 years worth of business knowledge in, like, six or eight months. Like, I learned a ton um so it allowed us to kind of test things and 
make mistakes and not have like thousands of members were like, Oh my God, we just lost however many people because we did something stupid. So uh, we were, you know, so it was a blessing in disguise for sure. But I mean, it did suck. And anybody who had a gym during that time, obviously. Yeah. Like you said, I think, I think the stat is like 35% of gyms have closed for good during that, you know, which is not fully accurate, but it's probably pretty pretty close. Yeah. A handful of gyms have closed around me. Like one girl opened up like, right next to a freaking whole foods in my hometown and mm-hmm. uh she had she just closed like a couple months ago never yeah never, it's just one of those yeah. things man. so mm-hmm. congrats to you on that the place looks uh pretty awesome kev advice you would give to people and you've been in business for a while not just the gym business but with the clothing mm-hmm. company and the other gym before that and everything else you got going on any advice you give to somebody listening who wants to open a gym like it's like their goal their main thing in life like their drive what what advice would you give to that person listen uh, I, I probably get asked this like one because i always do uh q a on my instagram every friday so i probably get asked this at least once a week um i tell people it's funny because <laughs> i tell people be careful about opening just a gym because you will struggle if you're just relying on memberships like yes. you know i'm 100 transparent like if you're just relying on paying your mortgage and your employees and all your bills with just memberships it's going to be tough or you're going to have to command a gym price that probably most people won't pay unless you're in a very large city so differentiating yourself somehow whether it's equipment focusing on a certain niche, um, adding things that the gyms don't have, um, you know, stuff like that. I, you know, that's the advice that I would give. Um, you know, it sounds pretty dumb, but do the stuff that I do or do, you know, like we literally put a barber shop in my gym because I was like, well, my barber is coming here. I wonder if he would just have a space here, literally. So now he works for the gym. Um, detail shop, like I'm a huge, me and my brother are huge car guys. Yeah. Well, if I can't ever leave, why don't I just have someone wash my car? I mean, literally just small ideas. Um, I drink energy drinks every day. Well, why don't I just come up with my own energy drink? Now we have 20 different flavors at the cafe. So, I mean, just, you know, trying to differentiate, differentiate between anybody else, which it's hard, but there are plenty of ways to do it. Plenty of ways. Mm-hmm. And I love it. That's, that's awesome advice for the younger listeners, the people looking to come up. Yeah, be yourself, be different, find that little niche, like you said, you know, find those, and like, I love that you guys have all these revenue streams, like, not just relying on, say, like, a group class, or like an open gym, so like, obviously, key to success right there, massive key to success. Yeah, yeah, big time, and, um, you know, I I didn't go to business school, like, no one told me how to do all this, this is just me, like, figuring stuff out, like, um, like, when I was literally selling t-shirts out of my house, and my, like, trunk of my car at school when I played football, like, it was me just, like, screwing t-shirts up i didn't even know about like how much i should sell shirts for i was literally just cool i sold like 20 shirts i'm gonna reinvest that and you just start learning stuff over and over and over again um yeah that's why people ask me for advice i mean i'm i'm totally open because i didn't have anybody to show me so yeah we had to learn we had to learn the hard way if will you know like uh through failure like uh learning what not to do and not making that same mistake again so uh yeah man i appreciate you sharing that yeah place to wrap this up kev where can uh, the listeners find you guys on all your social medias where's all that located 
Um, you can just check our website out, contagionathletics.com. And then again, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, all the good stuff. You can check out the gym. Uh, again, we have a clothing company. We've got, and it's all listed on the Facebook or Instagram. We've got a clothing company, detail shop, barbershop, and all those Instagrams are listed on, I think, our main Instagram. Um, but yeah, and if you're ever driving through Amarillo, because we're right off I-40, which is uh, one of the biggest uh, highways in the United States, I mean, you're more than welcome to stop in, say hello. I'm just a normal human being. So if you ever want to just come check out the Mecca of Texas and work out, you guys are more than welcome to. So, and I'm always open to questions from other business owners. Cause you know, for me, it's, I don't see other gyms as competition. I, I don't see that at all. So. Love it, man. The Mecca of Texas. So yep. uh, thanks sure. so much brother, for sharing your story today and dropping yep. some knowledge on us. We appreciate it so much. Absolutely, man. I appreciate the opportunity. Beautiful. You got it, man. To everybody who tuned in, we appreciate you as well. Please hit like, and subscribe, be notified for future episodes. And as always until next time, Jim Lords, we are out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Alex Beck, and joining us on the show is Hannah Green from Delta Life Fitness out of Johns Creek, Georgia. What's going on, Hannah? Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hey, Alex. I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here and have this opportunity to speak with you today, and I'm looking forward to it. Yes, yes. You seem so happy and friendly. We talked a little bit before this. I'm excited to have you on the show. Um, you know, and I appreciate you taking time out of your day uh, to be here with us. Um, but before we dive into more the nitty gritty of, you know, what you have going on and how you run your facility, um, why don't you tell us what made you get started with, you know, the fitness industry and gym ownership in the first place? Yeah, so um, I, I think it probably started out um, just by the fact that my dad has been in the fitness industry. He's owned gyms my entire life, but on top of that, he's been in the industry for 50 years. And then my mom is a personal trainer. So I have grown up in gyms. I've always, you know, worked out and been into like having a good and healthy lifestyle. Um, but with Delta Life, I think what really like brought me into it was like way back um, when I was in high school, um, I did competitive cheerleading for 14 years. And so that's something competitive that I loved and it was my entire life. Um, but I had to quit my junior year because I broke my left ankle, my right, and my left again. So mm -hmm. it was super fun. My doctor was like, all right, you got to stop. And that's when I really got into working out again and like, you know, having something competitive that I can like push myself at and see improvements in. So I definitely got into working out then. And um, I would come home from the gym 
my dad would be like, how was your workout? Like, and obviously, you know, it's so good, but the thing that really would bother me would be the fact that, you know, I'm just trying to get a workout in and then there'd be like some like creepy men or like, you know, right. And so we kind of got into Delta life. Um, my dad heard of it first, um, cause he was helping some businesses franchise yeah. and he brought it to me and I was like, all right, I'm sold. Like he's women's only like 30 minute classes. I got childcare. I was like, okay, like, let's go see what it's all about. And we, um, headed off to Houston and we went to like this Delta life university thing and we learned all about it. And, you know, from like a franchisee standpoint and loved it. Like we were sold and, you know, a year later we started our construction and from there, the rest is history. Like, <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I love it. So you so you started off with, you know, like a passion for cheerleading. Um, you know, that happens a lot of people that, that, you know, play sports or competitive sports in high school is that you don't always make it to the point where you expect to, where your goal is, um, you know, based off injuries or it could be anything really. And so then it kind of puts you in that point to where you're like, what's next. Right. So that's cool that you were able to take your passion of cheerleading into fitness and then, you know, now running your own facility. Um, so yeah, awesome. That, that pretty much leads me to our next kind of topic. Um, why don't you give the listeners um, your own elevator pitch of, you know, Delta Life Fitness, what you guys do, the services you offer? Of course. So uh, Delta Life Fitness, we are a positive community of women um, that will hold you accountable and keep you excited to come back for more, basically. Um, we help busy, multitasking women get more toned and body confident in as little as 30 minutes, um, just a few times a week without having to worry about childcare. You know, we got that taken care of. We got child supervision. Um, we are a positive community of strong women. So we have the best ladies. They're awesome. They, you know, they'll text you if you're not there for your normal class. Like, they're like, we miss you, you know? Um, we have 30 minute classes and those are awesome for like the busy woman, you know, trying to squeeze in a workout during the day. And, you know, we like to take care of our women because they're always taking care of, you know, everyone else in their lives, whether it's home stuff or kids or husbands or work, like we will be pampering and taking care of you at Delta Life. Like we are a place where you can just forget about what's going on in your life and take these 30 minutes for you and get that amazing workout, get your hours results in just 30 minutes. And, you know, like, it's just, it's perfect. It's perfect for any woman that's trying to get into fitness, any yeah. woman who has been into fitness, you know, any shapes, sizes, fitness level. No, that's really cool. I, I like the concept of, you know, 30 minute workouts. That's a thing that, you know, a lot of people are against working out for is the amount of time it takes, especially if you're, you know, a woman who, who may have kids or, um, you know, a job and a lot of things going on, the concept of having a, a 30 minute workout. I'm sure is really appealing to a lot of people. Um, now, now is that uh, the only type of workouts that you guys do? Is it is it only solely thirty minute workouts? Um, you know, do you offer any other type of classes? Um, so currently, right now, um, all of our classes are thirty minutes. But we have okay, so we have seven different timing structures and over six hundred different kind of workouts. So you'll okay. never repeat a workout in a year. Like, and so each. So each week we'll do two full body days, um, one core instability, one upper body, one lower body. And so we make sure to like, you know, hit all of those, those different body parts. Um, and then like, even if you were to go take a class, like in the morning, you could come take it later. And like, you're still going to get that crazy burn. Like you're not yeah. going to get sick of it. Like 
it's it's a great workout that you're hitting muscles that you didn't even like know how to hit or you know how to work that muscle yeah yeah definitely and um you know as far as the thir the 30 minute workouts um is there a certain time of the day that that you know more people are coming is it harder to get members in in the middle time of the day compared to you know morning and afternoon yeah middle you know in any you know fitness yeah. world like you really know that middle of the day is probably the toughest time um i feel like a lot of our ladies are loving like a the 415 or 615 like you know after work um we have a great group of women that will come to our 415 they're basically like the ogs they started when we first opened like they'll they're super inviting to all our new members, our trial clients. Like, yeah. I, I think the 415 is probably the most popular. It's the most fun. Like they have a great time with it. So everyone's having a great time. And do your members, are they paying um, like per month for a certain amount of classes? How, how many times are they expected to come in a week for yeah. the 30 minute workout? So um, you can choose like between six, eight and unlimited um, classes per month. Uh, I feel like a lot of our ladies are on the unlimited plan. Um, okay. That's obviously you can come as much as you want. Um, but for the most part, like our ladies are coming very consistently and, yeah. and like they are looking forward to it and like looking forward to seeing who's going to be in their classes and who's going to be their instructor. Yeah, I'm sure it's cool doing 30 minutes as well, right? It gives you a lot more leverage um, to, to get more people in and out of the facility to have more members at your facility. Um, so, so that's pretty cool. Um, great. So you're offering, you know, those 30 minute workouts that kind of leads me to my next question. Um, how many members are you currently serving right now? We have just over 70. 70, over 70. Right now. Yeah. Okay. So you're sitting at 70 members. I do always like to ask is 70 a number um, you want to sit at, or are you trying to hit the gas right now and see some more, see some new faces, get some more members in your facility? Um, you know, we definitely want some more members and we are on a great pace right now, just having opened in January. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we definitely want some more members and want to expand our community and get some new faces in there. It's all yeah, that's awesome. And you guys did just open, you know, only a couple months ago. So the fact that that you grew that quick, um, you know, that's awesome. And it shows like proof of concept, right? Like the what you're offering, the service that you're offering is valuable to your members. And, um, you know, it's working. Uh, so that's great to hear. Um, but awesome. So since you are wanting to see some new faces, um, you know, get a little bit more growth with your facility, um, what are you doing right now to, to aid that growth process? Yeah, I feel like one of the main things is just getting out in the community and, okay. you know, creating personal relationships with women and like just people of the area. Cause you know, the best thing is word of mouth um, and creating relationships with different women and different businesses. Um, and then being active on social media, social media is a huge thing these days. Um, and then, you know, if you're getting a message on social media, make sure they respond to it as soon as possible. Just, you know, yeah. being active there and actively engaging with the people and going to networking events and, you know, just trying to talk to these ladies from yeah. a personal standpoint versus like, all right, let's buy a gym membership. Like, no, like we're on this journey together. Um, we are going to better your lifestyle and, you know, tone up and get confident and yes, just a place where you can just relax and, you know, 
Yeah, that's cool. And word of mouth is super important. And, you know, especially in the beginning of stages, you just you just started your facility. Um, you know, it's kind of like you're, you're building the, the first layer of the foundation, right? Um, and, and that first layer consists of usually, you know, the product you offer, the value you give, you know, the type of classes that you're giving. And in turn, that brings, you know, people referrals. It, uh, you know, makes that first layer, um, you know, strong, I guess you could say. And, you know, adding that second layer would be doing something, you know, to try like social media to, to get more members into your facility. Um, do you do, have you ever done anything like paid advertising at all? Or, um, you know, like Facebook ads or Instagram ads? Have so you tried we, that? We have both. Um, we have paid advertising, we have Facebook ads, we have Instagram ads. Um, one thing that we, um, you know, flyers, the from the mail flyers is honestly something in our, I don't know if it's just in our area, but flyers are awesome flyers get our people through the door like honestly like yeah you know instagram facebook are up there but flyers are really doing it now like you're getting mail and you're like seeing like the main points of our studio like come try a class like yeah the class is great like you know yeah no that's that's really cool too and the fact that that works for you a lot of people i talked to a lot of gym owners um you know and it's definitely getting harder uh to to market and that way, you know, using flyers and because so many people rely on the internet now and finding yeah. things on Google, finding things on Yelp. Um, yeah, but that's awesome. They're able to do that. Are you able to track, you know, from month to month, the amount of people that are coming in uh, from, you know, referrals or flyers? Yes. So we do track that. Um, it's all on our, um, on our MindBody site. And, okay. you know, I keep a, a little bit of a tally myself, of course. Um, but yeah, and I feel like we, so we stopped our mailer um, last month okay. and just to like see, you know, if we can get some more, put some more money into social media advertisements. And I still swear by the mailer. Like the <laughs> ladies love having that physical thing to come yeah. into our studio and bring it to us. And be like, can, can I get this? Can I get this free week? Like, yeah, no, like it's awesome. And it's something that it's laying around the house. Like you will spot him. Like, oh yeah, I need to like call them today. You know, it's something that you can have in your hand. Like, I don't know if that's why, but it works. Like, <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. And especially, you know, maybe with the market that you have too, um, it, it makes it that much personable to, to have the mailer as well. Um, you know, have when you did try paid advertising, what type of results were you seeing with that? How'd that work for you? You know, we do get pretty good results from paid advertising. Um, I feel like there's also like, you know, like we'll get some good leads generated by advertisements. Um, but also like online can be a little strange when, you know, someone puts their information in and then we'll forget about it. And then we'll contact them and they're like, oh yeah, like I forgot, like I'm busy, you know, like, yeah, the, I feel the, like it's the just quality of leads that right away. And then like, be able to you know have a good connection with them and and honestly like in person I love it like I love when someone comes in as a walk-in like you know I got this flyer I just want to check it out I'm like come on down right right yeah that I mean the only thing I would say just with relying on referrals is that it, in a way it is really hard to track those numbers like sure you might be able to say in your first three months you got you know 60 or 70 people in off referrals but it's hard to tell um, you know, and guess uh, how many you could get in the coming months from from referrals as well. Uh, so that's like the one thing where social media 
you know, if you figure out your advertising lane, your, your angle for, for marketing, um, it's really just like turning a switch on and off to, you know, push ads back out there to get to new faces that could bring you quality leads. Um, are you doing the ads yourself or do you guys like hire a team or like a marketing team? So with, um, like for ads, we do have a marketing team. Um, but for like any Instagram or Facebook posts, like regular ones, that's like all me. Um, I do want to make sure that it's like personable and like, um, our, you know, we're talking about things in our captions that are relevant to what is going on, Mm -hmm. like in the studio versus, you know, just being from the marketing department, the generic ad. Um, I do like to have some more like in studio, um, like videos and photos and, you know, like testimonials from these ladies. And also like, we have like a kickstart program um, and we'll do one body skin beginning of the six weeks and we'll do one after and we'll look at our progress there. And so we have a brag board that the ladies love to get. Um, so whether they like lose six pounds or gain eight muscles of, or eight pounds of muscle, like, you know, it's something that they're proud of, we're proud of them. You know, and they look forward to like seeing their self on the brag board with the brag board on social media and yeah. It's awesome too because they're sharing it and all of their friends are seeing it and it's it's great it's great marketing like it's awesome no that's smart and, and it's good that you you take that you know seriously to to run your social media accounts to, so it has your you know personalized touch i think that's important as well um now i know you have about 70 members right now and you are looking to grow um how many clients do you think that you could hypothetically handle at your facility I'd say mm, probably about 200. 200. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, yeah, cool. So another question that I like to ask really, because I think it's a good way to reflect on maybe just the past three months that you've been a gym owner since, uh, you know, you just got started here, but what was easier than you thought when you first started your gym and, you know, what was more difficult or more challenging, uh, you know, when it came to starting your facility? I would say the easiest would be, you know, actually getting these ladies to buy memberships because the you take the class and it sells itself. You know, we're just the cherry on top with our with making everything clean and taking care of you and having these little personal touches and, you know, have a welcoming environment and, you know, talking um, if you're new to the class, introducing you to other ladies so you're feeling comfortable. Like it's all, it all like adds up and like it all makes for like a beautiful like like a beautiful concept of like take the class you're gonna feel it you're gonna see your results like we're gonna just you know be there to help you with your journey and take care of you like I think it's it's it was a lot easier like talking to these ladies and selling memberships than I thought it would ever be Mm -hmm. um and then something that was a little harder um probably like probably honestly there wasn't that much like I was like kind of readied myself like you know like going into it and prepared and I have my dad to like lean on to ask him you know he's been in the industry for 50 years like I'd be like all right I have this situation he's like all right like you got this like talks me through it like he's got enough of of past time in the industry to right kind of to guide you. yeah that's cool and that's cool that you have his guidance too to you know help you run your facility what does he think so far about 
you know, the progress that you made. Is he happy about it? He's, uh, you know, proud. Oh, yeah. 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 He's, he's definitely like proud and he loves to like see me excel and like, obviously like grow, like not only, you know, as Delta life, but grow as an individual Yeah. and like, you know, get confident and comfortable and just running a business itself, you know, like that's, it's a, it's good. It's, yeah, he's very that's good. It, it's a good feeling to just work for yourself and kind of know that, um, <clears throat> you know, everything's in your own hands and you're not at the whims of, of someone else. Um, you know, and you're basically your own boss. Right. Um, mm -hmm. so that's awesome. What other type of facilities does he own as well? Um, well, he, now he just is working more on like the franchisee helping like, um, different like companies franchise, uh, but he did own um, like a huge gym called the Omni Club. It was in Athens. Um, it was like a huge like sponsor of UGA. So they had like a huge like UGA, um, like rock coming wall in the middle. They were yeah. the number one supporters of UGA. So all of their logos were all over the stadium. It was awesome. It was a beautiful facility, like crazy. No, that's cool. I think I've heard of, of like some type of the Omni gyms before. Um, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, so here, here's another question I like to toss out there. Um, now I know you, you know, just got started a couple months ago, but if you could wave really a magic wand essentially and have your business be in the exact position that you want it to be, uh, what would that kind of look like for you? Um, I feel like things are honestly going like awesome. I feel like really like just more more members um i feel like we're awesome with retention we have a lot of good like programs for um like we'll give the ladies a present every month we have a, a burn points program where um the ladies will earn burn points based on the effort they put in the class and it's based on your heart rate monitor that you get from delta life yeah um and so obviously whoever wins that month gets a prize we have events every month for member appreciation to where um so we'll have like parties and then during those parties, they'll win raffles, they can bring friends, um, they'll get goodie bags, we'll have food, like, it's just, a, you know, having these, like, events to kind of connect with these ladies right. really helps with retention, because not only are they getting results from the gym, but they're feeling like part of it, like, they love it as if it's their own, and right. that's just so awesome to see, like, the ladies' progress and dedication and, like, loving and believing in the product that you put your blood, sweat, and tears into is just incredible. It's, it's awesome. Right. And then, you know, they're making friends with a lot of these ladies that, that they're in the classes with. So before you know it, they're coming to class, you know, damn near to see their friends uh, more yeah. than, more than going to the gym. So, no, so exactly, exactly. We had a, um, our 415 class there, they have like a group chat and they like invited me to go out with them. Um, with them for like one of their members birthdays and I was like oh my gosh you guys are just the cutest you have like a little group chat like they're so cute and then I'll be like <laughs> oh like so-and-so is not coming today like up the 415 like normal and then like oh yeah she's out of town she's so I'm like oh you're on top of it like oh. it's so cute <laughs> to see them like so connected and so like friendly with each other it's awesome right no that's cool and, and it's cool that you could give them that meaning and give them something to do outside of you know, work or life just in general, some, a place, you know, kind of like home. Um, yeah, so that's yeah. awesome to hear. Um, now tell me a little bit, you know, about your sales process a little bit, just, you know, uh, after you get an interested lead, I know we touched a little bit on marketing and referrals and uh, you're getting a lot of, 
of your, um, you know, leads right now based off referrals, what's your process when you have a interested member or in interested potential client that walks in through the doors, what's your process to turning them into a paid member? Um, so I feel like the first thing when they walk in the door is we want to know their name. Like we're going to like, whether, you know, they're a walk-in or if they're here for a no sweat tour, we're going to okay. know their name and we want to address them by their name and have that like good relationship and make them feel welcomed. Like one of the main things being a woman in any kind of fitness environment is, you know, being uncomfortable. So we want them to yep. be as comfortable as possible and feel welcomed and, you know, you know, like to get the Delta life experience, which is clean and tidy, like a welcoming environment. Um, we induce our trial clients to a member. And so they'll have like a little buddy when they're in the trial class and, you know, making the women feel comfortable and like an invite inviting environment where we pamper you and, you know, you're here for these 30 minutes. So you got to make it count. And I feel like a lot like for the most part, when a woman tries a class, like besides, you know, all the extent that we do to make it perfect for her, the class itself really does sell the lady. Like after you're done with that class and you say like, how did it go? Like the, oh, I loved it. Like it's like in, you know, it's just very different from any other like fitness concept or fitness like any kind of exercise isn't like our delta life exercise like we yeah. are made just like to work for the to work with the woman's metabolism and so you're burning like anywhere between 300 to 600 calories in 30 minutes like it's crazy it's a great workout and a great environment we have child care like I'm gonna have to come. Am I? Am I allowed to go? <laughs> you got okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so is that a part of your sales process, really, to put them in the trial class? Is that something that that you have your members pay for, um, or is it something that's kind of included? If they come and they're interested, it's like, hey, sign up, come in for a trial class tonight. No, it's only. It'll be free. It'll be a free trial class. Um, the first class will always be free, and then you know we do like to give those the ladies some more days too after that. So if they're like, like, I loved it, but like, I want to try like a lower body day, like, all right, no problem. Like I will literally give them a free week, you know, just to keep them coming in, keep them consistent, realize that like, oh, wow. Like I can add this into my week, you know, yeah. like I feel so good after it, like have it almost become part of their, their like weekly schedule or like, part of their life and then you know at the end of that free trial week they're already decided that they're going to sign up like they've mm -hmm. been there they've met these new people they feel like they're part of delta life and like that's what we want okay awesome so are you the only employee do you have any other people other staff that you know do the selling they sell the memberships as well or is it usually just you yeah so i have um a few sales associates and then okay. Um, my instructors are obviously teaching the classes and then we have a few girls for childcare. Um, and a few of our childcare girls will do cross training and do some sales up front. Um, but for the most part, I do like to be there and present for, you know, yeah. any free trials or walk-ins, um, just cause you know, I love Delta life and like, I want to connect with these ladies on a personal level and, you know, like get to know them and just 
have a, like a good relationship with them because I feel yeah. like that's a very important thing, especially right. in today's world where things can be so like impersonable. Uh-huh. I feel like our studio is just the perfect place for someone to feel like at home and comfortable, even when it's your first time there. Especially in those beginning stages too. Um, I'm sure it's, you know, it's really important to you to, to, to be there and make sure things are running smoothly and, you know, it's always hard as, as a business member to, it's kind of a skill in its own to figure out the things that, you know, what you should be doing on and focusing your time on that are really going to move the needle forward and the things that, that you should take your time away from. And so, so it's good for you if you're able to look and see that, hey, you know, meeting these ladies on a personable level, making the sales myself and being there for their trial is important and pushes the needle forward, um, that that's where you focus on your time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so, sure. so, so I did want to say, uh, do, do you track like your conversion rates at all for like the people who come in for trials versus the ones who sign up for members, memberships? Yes. Yeah, our lead sets, shows, and conversions are all, all, um, we track them like on a daily basis and then weekly good, and then good. monthly. So, good. So many people like they don't do that. And I, I think it just, you know, becomes like a clutter space for them where they don't want to. And I always say that, you know, numbers isn't a bad thing to track, really. It's not like if your numbers are bad, that's a bad thing. It just it shows you like a from a distance of things that you could fix, um, you know, in specific areas. You know, let's say if you if you spend your first three months, you're in business, you pull up all your numbers and you could see, hey, I want to bring my conversion rate up a little more. Oh, you know, hey, let's bring it, raise the retention. It really allows you for the next couple months to build a game plan um you know on what you want to fix and what you could improve on yeah no for sure um and i know like for a fact that in the gym industry or you know in the boutique world sets to shows is kind of like one of those things where it's you know you can do all that you can do you know you can call them and stay up and remind remind them that you know they're coming to this class but you you can't physically force them to come in to yeah to come show the studio right so like you know probably like the end of january i was like "Hmm, our sets to shows a little off so we went in and you know started like updating them and giving them reminders when they have like a class coming up or and so that definitely you know increases like the set to show ratio and that's exactly what you're talking about one of those things where it's like you know that's not something you have to track but it is very beneficial if you do yeah yeah and it's just you know like tidying up tidying up loose ends of your business right things that you could improve on things that should be improved on Uh, so when you say sets to show did you mean um you know like the people who are set to show up for like a trial class or a walkthrough or most more so just people that are scheduling to come in on daily workouts so um and for sets to show we're talking about like trial clients so if i have a lead and we set up a a time for them to come take a trial class or get a personalized no sweat tour. Um, we will like send them a text the day before and then the day of and be like, we're looking forward to seeing you today for your 515 right. Tone and Torch class. Yeah. Um, and then it's just a potential client that we have. And so us like reaching out to them and reminding them increases the chance of them showing up so we can actually, you know, show them the studio and they can try it out. So just basically just getting that person who is set up for an appointment to show up exactly exactly so so what did you try to you know fix that fix that point did you is that when you started to do like the 
text reminders and you know a couple hours before yes exactly um we like looked at it and not and we were i wasn't too happy with like the set to shows and right. so i went in and let the girls know that we're gonna you know send them some reminders and tell them that you know we're waiting for them and we're ready to see them and and you and better that, come in yeah <laughs> 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 yeah, right. No, actually, funny, funny story. I have a, a friend of mine who who that was a similar issue that he was having getting people to show up for, um, you know, their, their fitness consultation to get them signed up for memberships. And he does what he calls an ethical bribe, where a couple hours before he'll send him a text like, um, like, I think he was doing free t shirts, of course, you know, yeah. not everyone wants to pay for a free t shirt every single time. Um, but, or you could do like bracelets or I don't know, water bottles or something, but yeah, text him like, Hey, you know, excited to talk to you today at five. Um, by the way, what size t-shirt do you wear? And then, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. kind of like an ethical bribe. Cause then they know they're getting something free. I don't know. Just tossing yeah. it out. There. No, it's ex exactly like, it's all, you know, like if you're buying something and you get something extra, like, yeah. of course you want that. Like, right. do you have something waiting for you? Like you have a t-shirt for me, like you're more inclined to, you know, like show up and be a part of the program. And yeah, sales is weird. I mean, even as a gym owner, it's, you know, you're still making sales for memberships. You still have to be well-versed in it. Um, you know, it's kind of like, like, I don't know, like mind type manipulation type thing, you know, yeah. where to, in order to increase and, and really raise the levels for, you know, the amount of sales you're making, it's like the things you say matter, the like lead nurturing matters. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it's, it's, that's why it's important to, to track the numbers at the end of the day. Um, but awesome. So I wanted to get a little more info on like the services you provide. Um, and just touching Ascension a little bit, do you have any, you know, higher levels of service that you're able to send your clients to? I know you say you offer like, um, you know, six, eight or unlimited classes a month. Um, do you offer any higher levels of service, like maybe even private training, semi-private nutrition and accountability um, that you could pull your members up to, to, to make more revenue as an owner? Um, so we are actually working um, with a lady right now to get some nutrition on board. Um, but we do have this like pricing option. It's a promotion. We call it the six week kickstart. And with that, um, the ladies get six weeks unlimited classes, um, two body scans. We'll do one in the beginning of the six weeks and one after and look at the progress there. Their heart rate monitor will also be included in that as well as they'll be rolling into our lowest reoccurring with $10 off. And so with that, like, all right, you get your two body scans and you look at your progress. Perfect. Like you are doing six weeks with us for a very great price. And then, you know, after those six weeks, you're already feeling like it's part of your routine. Like, you know, things are going great. And then you're just rolling into our unlimited. And I feel like our kickstart is probably the most popular um, option that we have. Yeah. Um, and that's also brings back to, they get like a little um, Delta life bag too with that one. And they love that <laughs> giving them a, something with it um it's definitely like a big thing yeah so are you able to um have you i mean i know it's only been a couple of months here but have you tracked like how many members um you know transfer from that six-week program to just the normal unlimited like how that that retention rate is um 
every one of our kickstarts have gone to the unlimited except one has gone to the basic so okay or basic at six so that's that's pretty good okay awesome and i know you said you're you're wanting to start you know more type of uh you know get into nutrition as well um have you ever thought of adding other products or services things like maybe supplements or you know merch um you know food or food or drinks um, oh yeah yeah have you yeah so we are actually working on getting like a um like a little drink fridge right now for like pre-workouts and like waters and we do have some merch that the ladies will buy um yeah like our merch our merch is awesome the ladies uh, i like to give it to for the, give it to them for their birthday um mm -hmm. for the most part just you know just something from delta life yeah. anyone working anyone wearing anything delta life is like a walking advertisement which obviously we love in the industry so right. yeah no having all that stuff is really important and i've talked to um you know a, a couple now um gym owners who who focus on all women clients as well and that's one thing that they say is that you know women, women spend a lot of money on things they, they buy a lot so so having things like you know merch or you know maybe not even merch of just you maybe just other fitness merch or fitness clothing or um you know supplements it makes it all much better for you as a gym owner because these are things that they're going to be buying outside of the gym already right like you know all of your members are going to go buy you know the pair of yoga plants to wear to the gym or you know buy the supplements the protein um you know the stuff to, to lose weight get healthier so if you could offer that inside of your gym i mean it, may, it makes it that all that much better for you and more room to make profit more room to drive revenue perfect yeah i i love the idea of like you know being a one-stop shop like you don't yeah. have to worry about bring your water or your pre-workout like or right. your towel like we got you um and that's also like something that Delta Life is about because we have these two recoup rooms that are shower rooms that have everything that you could possibly need for like shampoo, conditioner, lotion, hair ties, toothbrushes, like just, you know, we'll take care of everything that you'll need. And just after your 30 minute class, like we got you and. Yeah, no. And that, that would be super smart too. I mean, <clears throat> I've heard of people like, including supplements like you you sell that that six-week challenge i mean that would just be like the perfect avenue to to be like hey you know including the six-week challenge uh you could buy you know the protein the be of course you don't want to you know look at your members as like a cash cow or something to drag money out of but but when it comes to you know things that they're already going to buy like these supplements it's like hey here's a six-week challenge you, you could also pay for this package get the protein the bcas and the pre-workout um as well as part of it and you know i'm sure most people will be like yeah i mean might as well just get it all together yeah for sure that is definitely like one of those things that will bring some more people in and like get them get them to have all the things that they need to succeed right it's like all those small things that you talk about with gyms or with businesses and, and one of them is you know lifetime value with a customer and you know that's really how much money you get from your customer based off the things you sell them and how long you could keep them for and so that's something that's important to you know figure out how much money do i averagely make per customer um you know if it, and if you're just offering memberships for some gyms it's like okay all i'm making is 35 bucks a month per customer how could i 
you know, maybe add different services like private training, group training uh, to, to, you know, increase that that number. Um, so, yeah, that's why I brought that one up. But but cool. So so now we know, you know, what you want, what you want for your business, right? What you want for your business is to, you know, help women, empower women, uh, give them community, a place to, you know, spend their time, work out, get healthy. But now what do you want from as a business owner? What do you want from your business? Um, I honestly want my business to really just succeed and grow and eventually be like a countrywide name and you know going to any city and you see a delta life like yeah that'd be awesome like we are such a niche of a concept to where like i feel like that is totally like a reasonable like expectation or dream to have right hey i i live out here in california too so i i definitely could tell you out here like the concept of a 30 minute workout would would be so like pleasing to so many women to just come in do your 30 minutes get out good workout you know burn 700 calories um so yeah that's awesome is that kind of your plan you want to open up more locations eventually um or, or would you want to start kind of your own facility um i would definitely just want to open up some more uh locations i fully and like all of me like i believe in delta life and like you know Owners can say that all the time, but like, I'm in there taking that class every day. Like my, yeah. my body wouldn't be the same without Delta life. And like, I've worked out my entire life, but the changes that I've gotten is just crazy just from a 30 minute class. And so I swear by the product. And so like, I do believe that it could like exceed expectations, like honestly, anywhere it's placed. Yeah. And it's important to, to have that belief too. And, and what you sell, it's important to have, you know, conviction because, because your members see it too they they could tell if you believe in the product that you're selling too um so that's great that you know you have that conviction and believe in it um now you know we're getting towards the end of the podcast here um a few more questions one of them um you know is what what would you say is the biggest bottleneck that you're facing right now uh as a, a gym owner um that's a tough one is there anything that you know, it is more difficult than expected. Something that takes up so much of your time that, you know, is essential, but, but, you know, it's kind of holding you back. Is it getting more members? Is it, uh, you know, things like that? Um, honestly, I feel like our, our leads have been very good, but, you know, never satisfied. I, of course I want some more leads all the time. Um, we are in an area that has like a lot of competition, but luckily like we, we do have a niche, like we are women's only, we do have 30 minute classes. Um, I would just say, honestly, like it is more difficult being in an area with so many like fitness concepts. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, once a lady who comes from a different studio, different concept tries our place, they love it. And at the end of the day, that's all I can you know, rely on with that is that ours, our concept is so much better, like, and it is made for these women. And it is like made to like, take care of these ladies and have a good safe place for them. Um, we also have this young women's empowerment program, which okay. is a free standard class, um, free standard 12 classes a month for young girls that are 14 to 17, which is just 
so we can get the like young girls, you know, started with a healthy lifestyle and get them comfortable going to the gym um, and beginning healthy habits. And I feel like it's just a perfect opportunity for like moms and daughters to also like build a new connection and get that workout in together. We have like a lot of little things that I know for a fact that like other fitness concepts aren't, you know, taking into account, like a lot of the things that I do at Delta Life, mm-hmm. I like make it a point to be like, all right, like what is something I would love and be blown away by from, you know, from a gym? Like, what can I give these ladies that they'll be so happy about and right. that right. I would want for myself? And so that's basically like how I go out, like most things for Delta Life is like, would I love this if I was to pay for this product? Exactly. And that, that's a smart way to, to look at it, to look at yourself as like, okay, if I was a customer, you know, what would I want? What would I be looking for in a, in a gym? And then basically replicating that. Um, yeah, that's really cool. So, so I do like to talk a little bit about your, your future and goals for the year right now. Um, if you could look at, you know, six to 12 months, uh, where, where do you see your facility? What's, you know, your goal to get there? Um, I'd say for our goals would retention growth and expansion honestly like grow more within our community and finding partnerships that are related to health and wellness and you know just building our community of strong women up and like continue supporting like women in their fitness journey and mm-hmm. you know being that rock for them and that safe place i love it i love it uh retention growth expansion i, I love it um awesome hannah well i think that's a pretty good place to start to wrap things up on this episode Um, But before we do sign out of here, please uh, give a shout out to your website or social media pages, just so the listeners could, you know, find some more info on you and your facility. Yes. So you can find us at www.deltafitness.com. And then our Instagram page is DLF underscore Johns Creek. So make sure to give us a follow, shoot us a message. Yes, Delta Life Fitness out of Johns Creek, Georgia. And we appreciate you, Hannah. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to see what you could accomplish down the road. Uh, And to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Um, As for the listeners, don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you are interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, uh, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.